As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. HD. It's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. What was that? That was so stupid. I worked hard on that. I tried to bring a little happiness. It was a rainy day yesterday. Try to spread some joy, a little dance. We're off to a, a catchy solid. song. Let's just move on. Uh, time. That's terrible. That was seriously. It was awful. It was terrible. Uh, time to sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic: the cyclone-soaked blowout on a rainy day in Ames, Iowa State. Wallops overwhelmed Kansas, 45 zip. Man. Trevor Ryan returning it to the house. The 4-2 Cyclones now sit just outside the top 25, but they could be underdogs in five of the next six games. How good is ISU? Let us know. 515-282-9010. Let's sound off. For the first time since Justin broke up with Brittany, the Cyclones are 2-1 in the Big 12. That's so long ago, Andy Fails looked like this. Okay, he still looks like that. Point is, 15 years ago, the Cyclones are getting good. Oklahoma might say they're already good. Matt Campbell has the clones executing offensively, defensively, and not unimportantly, on special teams. No turnovers, few penalties, real discipline. Iowa State held Kansas to just over 100 total yards. Best effort from an ISU defense since JFK. Granted, Kansas is drop the sport bad, but that's not Iowa State's fault. Cyclones took care of their business. Ed Wilson said it would rain, and it rained harder than a cow peeing on a flat rock. Hardcore fans did not flinch. Thanks to our RV TV stop in Sheraton, I had a sweet Chargers raincoat, but all Jenny had was a garbage bag by Hefty. Now, Jenny stopped at the South Souvenir Shop and asked about a poncho, but we'd have to walk to the other end of the stadium in a downpour. The friendly face did tell us about a sale on these sweet cardinal and gold striped espadrilles. 
Save your tweets. Jenny didn't want my coat anyway. She wanted an excuse to stay inside that glorious South End Zone Club. Not sure buffalo sauce on my chicken tenders should be a $2 upcharge. That sauce burned my nail bed, but the planks were tasty. I digress. The South End Zone Club and the people we met could not have been nicer. We nearly got our $300 worth. Then I took uh, my university provided diaper sponge and manned up, sat outside. Should be noted, end of the third quarter, Iowa State played Tom Petty and not Neil Diamond. Won't Back Down is a great song, but most fans not named Fail Sipker or Williams were waiting for Sweet Caroline. Of course, Keep Winning and Iowa State could play Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe, they could play that. Keith, on Thursday, Iowa released the final piece of its 2020 football schedule. One non-conference game added, you and I. As you can imagine, this was received with mixed emotions of rage, meh, and nice. The main argument against this game, you and I is a lose-lose situation for Iowa. Now, before Panther fans get all crazy, this is somewhat true. When a Power 5 team pays and plays an FCS opponent, the expectation is the Power 5 team will win. Is it a guarantee? Absolutely not. But the expectation of winning is there. And if you don't, it's a huge upset, a la North Dakota State. On the other hand, UNI has given Iowa trouble. It's a competitive series. Panthers are good, better than many mid-major FBS schools. And let's face it, an in-state game against UNI is much more enticing than Iowa Ball State. That's a fact. Here's what many Hawkeye fans don't realize. If it's not UNI, it will be a schedule like this year, Wyoming and North Texas. With the Big Ten moving to a nine-game schedule, the odds of adding another Power 5 team to the non-conference besides Iowa State is slim to none. For wins and financial reasons, Iowa wants and needs seven home games every year. Two years ago, Iowa played Illinois State in the season opener and was one goal line stop away from playing in the college football playoff. The Colin Cowherds of the world will make fun of Iowa's non-conference schedule, which is fine, but the problem is, it's not just an Iowa problem, it's a college football problem. Schedules are extremely unbalanced. I don't know what the solution is, but until a major rule change happens, Iowa and every other school will continue to pay and play lesser opponents. As the late Al Davis used to say, just win, baby. Yeah, if you're not going to add a Oklahoma or some attractive Power 5 and school. And they're not going to. Uh, I just assume the money stay in state. You and I could use they it. They sell out the game against you and I. Panther fans love it going to Kinnick Stadium. Northern Iowa is better than Kansas. Yes, Northern Iowa would take Kansas behind the woodshed. All right, let's go to uh, Jan and Clive. Hello, Jan. Welcome to the show. What would you think of the Cyclone win? I thought it was great. They better get ready to write a bigger check to their coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of been the talk on social media, hasn't it? I mean, all right. We're putting the cart in front of the horse a little bit here because the win against Oklahoma was great. Mm -hmm. And Matt Campbell has already got this program on the right track, but we still need to slow down a little bit. We need to see where the rest of this season goes before you start shelling out a lot of money. I agree, John, but what we are seeing, uh, it, we, we can tell that this is a well-coached football It's much better team. than last year, uh, obviously. The discipline yeah. is there, the lack of turnovers, um, the defense is better than expected, the recruiting is good. This is not a fluke. Uh, this is a well-coached team. All right, let's go to uh, 
Austin and Woodward. He also is thinking Cyclones. What, Austin, what about a bowl game? Iowa State to six wins? Well, I honestly, I think both teams are looking good. Not like spectacular, but I think both teams, Iowa and Iowa State, are going to make a bowl game. And my question is, who gets a better bowl? <laughs> That's going to be the argument come bowl season, right? If they both get in, it's going to be the argument of, well, we're both in. Who gets the better bowl game? It's always a competition between Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah, way too soon to tell. Iowa State's schedule gets harder. Uh, twin tranquility in Colfax. Uh, tranquility, what jumps out to you tonight? Um, Keith, you know I love you, but John, you killed it with your little dance. Yeah, you love, the, you love the beginning, right? You love the beginning of I the did. show? Oh, tra- laughed, yeah. Tranquility. And I looked at Chris and I said that was awesome. John this is, is not. Awesome. This is not what John needs to hear. Do not rain, encourage him. Rain, rain, rain is falling down. Oh, you know that I love you both. Uh, well, <laughs> look, look thank at this. you for that. But this, seriously, Again, look how John, bad this weather is. So I'm, I'm thinking, let's brighten up the day. Thank you, Tranquility. Let's do a little dancing. No, let's get everybody smiling. No, this is all I was listen, trying to do. I, I sat in that rain, and you made my weekend worse. I mean. <sighs> Come on. This is terrible. Time for lookalikes as fast as possible with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Brett Anderson says Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen looks like ISU linebacker Joel Lanning. We're getting a lot of landing lately. I, I know why. <laughs> uh, Old Spice. <laughs> Janet says Cubs player Alex Avila looks like the late pitchman Billy Mays. Old Spice. Whoa, that's a good one right there. Guys, you talk to USA Soccer. Well, I want a piece of that too. I'll get out my knife and fork next in What's Bugging Andy. Like us on Twitter, SoundOff13. Uh, most of the tweets are about John's dancing, but Randy writes, serious question, does their garbage football program, Kansas, take away from their basketball program? I respect the schools that compete in both. I don't think it takes it away. I think it makes it Kansas even more of a basketball school. Yeah, they're all basketball. They could care less about football. Preston writes, Iowa lost votes for beating Iowa State. Iowa State gains votes after beating the worst Power 5 team. Makes complete sense. And that is true. Iowa lost a vote when they beat Iowa State, and Iowa State gained 11 votes after beating the Jayhawks. Uh, we'll get to that in uh, face-off coming up. An absolute embarrassing disaster for United States men's soccer. And it's kind of what's bugging Andy. Well, this was a week that was full of sports headlines, but you know, the one that stuck with me is the one which read USA men's soccer team fails to qualify for the 2018 World Cup. This headline drew strong reactions from two groups of people here in America. The one that is always insisting that soccer is right on the verge of becoming the biggest sport in America, and the group that takes pleasure in the fact that the first group is always wrong. Well, it's the latter group that's bugging me tonight. Well, so you like to hate on soccer. <laughs> well, bully for you, your takes are as fresh as your Borat impressions. You say it's boring, and there's not enough scoring, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 we have heard it all before. But we know darn well that your real problem is you. You don't want to be told what to watch, or that you're wrong, or that this battle that you chose for some reason in some other part of your life was in fact a losing one. Now, I'm no soccer fan, and many of its nuances do fly over my head, but 
as a true sports fan, I don't have any problem with sitting down and watching a World Cup game, particularly when it's my country playing and when it only happens every four years. If you're a sports fan in America, the World Cup arrives like a cold beer to a cowboy. It's mid-June and we've got nothing, nothing else. That time next year, you will be gagging on LeBron's free agency and counting the minutes until the NFL starts practice. Practice! We'll be talking about practice. The World Cup will be welcome, love it or not. You don't like the fact that it's so European and so not American football, or more specifically, that it's something that America can't seem to, seem to dominate no matter how hard we try. Admit that part, guys. Then get over this fact. This is one ball that you can't take and go home. There is fun to be had, and you can have it too. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. All right, here, here, uh, Andy. I almost said Judy. That's Judge <laughs> Judy. Uh, she's making a cameo on what? Sound Off Why. That's next. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Uh, Chris writes, I've got to believe that Pollard will be making sure Campbell stays in Ames. Time to pay up and keep a great coach in God's country for many years to come. Go State. I think you're right, but I would caution you. I read the same kind of emails right before Paul Rhodes got a 10-year deal. And he, he's the ninth highest paid coach in the Big 12. So we, he, the only coach lower is the Kansas coach. Andy writes, Kansas might be the worst Power 5 football team I have ever seen, and I've been going to Cyclone football games for 40-plus years. Keith, I said this to you as well. Kansas was dreadful. Kansas was bad. Terrible. And you're not taking away from Iowa State. No, Iowa State they played great. 45 to 0. They did exactly what they needed to do. Even with a very distracting week. Yep. They thumped Kansas they did the way what they, they needed should. to do. 45 yep. nothing. Who's in your five? In honor of the Yankees returning to the ALCS, and they may not be there long, my favorite judges. Mm. Uh, number five, Aaron Judge. He's good. One of the all-time all-or-nothing guys, but he's fun to watch. Home number runner, four, strikeout. Alan Page. This is one judge Ooh. you do not mess with. What a great defensive tackle Page was with the Vikings. Simon Cowell, rude judge, but his honest criticism to bad singers made Idol worth watching. I enjoy didn't it? watching him critique stuff. What is that with that haircut? Looks like he had it <laughs> done with a lawnmower. Uh, number two, Judge Judy, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. And number one, Chamberlain Holler, just for the way he says, Did you say the two Utes? The two Utes? All right, uh, Chad is in Des Moines with college football on his mind. Hello, Chad. Welcome to Sound Off. Yeah, I was just wondering after the uh, Clemson loss Friday night and uh, and Auburn going down, um, I'm just wondering, uh, you know, uh, who do you see? Actually, two questions: Who do you see on last team to beat Alabama? And also, is Riley going to keep his job at, uh, at Nebraska at the end of the year? Yeah, thank you. Uh, there's a new athletic director now, and yeah. we'll get to that in face off, but. No, I don't think Riley would keep does. his job. Yeah. If they'd fired him at, at, at midfield at halftime mm -hmm. against Ohio State, I would have went, well, I'm not surprised. Um, and then another part of the question was who, who can beat who Alabama? Who can beat Alabama? Right now you got Penn State 2, Georgia 3, TCU 4. 
I'm actually telling you right now, I think Ohio State is good enough to make a run. They lost that early game to Oklahoma, but I think the Buckeyes are kind of gaining some steam. They have tons of talent on that team. Don't be surprised to see Ohio State in the college football playoff. But then you can't trust Georgia. Georgia always loses. I know. You know they'll fall. You know Clemson already fell. I don't trust Miami, Florida. So Alabama is the cream of the crop, but I'm, I'm telling you, watch out for the Buckeyes. Could also have a quarterback playing out of his mind so you get like a Baker Mayfield yeah. into a, a, yeah. a game. If they I, win out, yeah. You know what You know what the Oklahoma-Iowa State, Iowa State game taught me is I can never be sure I know what's going to happen. I mean, who, did when you Vegas is 31 anybody? points wrong. I, I know, 50 to 1 odds in that yeah. game, and that seemed kind of low. And Iowa State won, and they won straight up and down. They, out, they outplayed and outcoached Oklahoma, and Oklahoma won by what, two touchdowns at Ohio State? They did, so, yeah, and then they beat Texas this week as well. All right, I hear a dog, so that means Eric from Des Moines is joining us. Hi, Eric. Hi. I was wondering if you guys caught that play, the worst call I've ever seen in the history of my life. I'm in my early 50s when they the called a fumble on a touchdown. Uh, what are, how mad are you about it? Are you a Jets fan that's upset, or you just think it's a bad call? No, I, I I had no dog in the fight. I was just sitting here watching a good game. You had a you had a and, dog in front of the TV though. <laughs> but I just could not believe that it went from checking to see if it was a touchdown or not a touchdown to a fumble. And I didn't see I mean, it. I heard it was bad. I'm going to trust you on that. Yeah, Thank you for calling. Uh, we got to get to break. We are going to hear from Bruce and Ames in just a moment. And uh, from Fort Dodge to Happy Valley faceoff comes up next. Live on Sound Off. Sound Off at WHOTV.com. The Cubs just don't have it this year, which is fine. Chicago had its moment last year with the bullpen and lack of offense this year will be the downfall. Ozzy and Corning. I'm not a Green Bay or Aaron Rodgers fan, but the hit that took him out for the season is dirty and should not be allowed. It's honestly the same as grabbing the quarterback by the arm and snapping it in two. The goal is to injure, and it works, but it's legal for some reason. That's from Jeff in Urbandale. All right, time for face-off. New top 25 released. Cyclones finish ahead of the Hawkeyes for receiving votes. Both teams 4-2. and two. Who belongs in front? Depends what you think means more. Head-to-head -head or most impressive win? I'll go with ISU's win at number three, Oklahoma. You? I think a head-to-head -head win on the road should mean something, but to be honest, I bet most voters either forgot or have no idea Iowa beat Iowa State and only remember the Oklahoma win, which was huge. The Bill Moose era begins at Nebraska. What does that mean? Well, it means two things. Uh, many fans will expect Mike Leach at Nebraska, which would mm -hmm. be fun. And more importantly, Jamie Pollard's not going anywhere. For many reasons, that's good for Iowa State. And I think good for Pollard. Yeah, I do too. The NCAA investigates North Carolina for seven years and comes away with zero violations. Seems like money well spent. What in the world does that mean? It means North Carolina spent millions on a legal defense, and it means North Carolina didn't mind embarrassing itself. Basically had to admit 18 years of no show, no work classes with no professors. And you know what? Most Tar Heel fans, if they're being honest, are okay with that. They care more about basketball than academics. True that. The state's best wrestler, undefeated Brody Teske of Fort Dodge, picks Penn State over our state schools. Cale Sanderson's presence still felt here in Iowa. Felt everywhere, John. Penn State is the new Iowa. Mm -hmm. 
And fans, be disappointed we lost Teske, but please recognize he has every right to go where he wants. We welcome recruits from other states, don't we? Yeah, he's joining a national championship team. That's not too bad. The Vikings celebrated a touchdown by playing Duck Duck Goose. Cool or dumb? I say cool. I'm a fan of the group celebrations. As long as they call it Duck Duck Goose, cool. Mm -hmm. Anyone tries to call it Duck Duck Gray Duck, dumb. Hey, we do have beggars night here. Over under, uh, overrated. This is the men's soccer edition, overrated. The U.S. Ugh. men's national team. Underrated Trinidad and Tobago. One, oh, they have one million people in their country. Uh, one third the size of Iowa. Oh my gosh. That's just terrible. All right, let's uh, get to the. Oh, oh hey, hold on. Hey, hey, Shut hey. your mouth, old Murph and Sears. I don't want to see no tears. Sound off. One minute. Sound off. One minute. All right, got it. Uh, one minute is the Good. call. Bruce in Ames. Bruce? Yep, I'm here. Uh, so are we. Go ahead, We're Bruce. Back. So, yeah, quick question. Do you think CJ Beathard. Going to turn the 49ers around. He looked good today. 245 he yards. He had he had some errant passes. Still throws off his back foot a little bit. But man, first NFL start brought him back from 17 down. They almost won the game. Uh, he's going to start next week. I don't know if he's going to be uh, turning the entire franchise around, but he's right now he showed better than Hoyer. Yeah, I don't think he's the kind of quarterback that can turn a franchise around by himself. But as he showed today, he can play. He belongs in the NFL. Yeah. Sure, he is going to keep starting, and he should. Uh, Steve in West Des Moines. Steve, go ahead. All right, we'll try Bob in Fort Dodge. Bob, uh, you'll have the final say. Yeah, I think the Vikings have the best defense in the NFL. They're so fast. They're really fast. And Anthony Barr, he did not do a dirty hit. That was a clean hit. Yeah, and Aaron I feel Rogers. sorry for Rodgers. Here it yeah. is right here. here. It is. In slow motion, it's a little bit misleading than, than real speed. I think if you're a fan of the Packers, you think this was a dirty hit. If you're a fan of the Vikings, you think it was a clean hit. I don't think it's a dirty Fast hit. Fast speed. I mean, he took one step and then hit him. That, that's a tough call to make, and it's a bad blow for Rodgers. That's a bad blow for everyone. Uh, that'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. What was it like? Playing in that rain. Oh, good. Anything but you dancing. Like a slip and slide. You know, like when you're like 10 years old and you go outside, slide down the hill in some mud and your mom say she, you come in the house without that mud on, she going to beat you. It's like that. I mean, it's fun. You can just fly around and, you know, you're sliding everywhere. And it no. just kind of feels like you're playing in the backyard. No. Obviously. Of course, she had oh, to be really smart, you know, especially with how slick it was in the in the first half, you know, footing-wise. You're, you know, it was really hard to get to the perimeter at times in terms of offensive Hey, let's just be happy. You certainly didn't right. want to throw the ball in the first quarter of the game because it was still running. And this is so, so you know, distracting. It just really forces your style of I don't even know how it got in into really a, a kind of a mindset. What's the deal really with the vest you're wearing? Field position, special teams, defensive football, and that was kind of our mindset.